yes, yes. Welcome back, everybody, to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast with your boys, Summit and Thunmit. What's up, Thunmit? Yo, what the fuck is going on? Wait, hold on. Hold the fuck on. What the fuck is going on right now? Who said, who said you could do the intro? Bro, sometimes you got to switch it up. <laughs> Caught me off guard. I was like, record three, two, one, out of nowhere, on two. So it's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it didn't feel right, right? <laughs> no, let's go back. Add the music again. Let's do this again. <laughs> In three, two, one. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Summit and Thunmit, we are back. What up, Summit? Do you feel better? I feel, yeah. <laughs> that feels right. Feels, feels a lot right. better. <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. How are you? I'm good, man. Uh, welcome back to our listeners. Uh, we took a short little hiatus of uh, a couple weeks, uh, two to three yeah. weeks maybe. Uh, I will say we did have an episode last week. Um, but some of th- yeah, did you guys hear it? <laughs> it, it was, Just kidding. It was top secret. You know, we didn't even release it to <laughs> to the to the public. So that's right. Um, in actuality, Summit just fucked up the file, and then we were like, "All right, this there's another week that's gone. That's a scrap." <laughs> <laughs> All right. To be fair, it wasn't my fault. It was my software that I used to record. Um, we had recorded a, a, like an hour long session and my garage band or whatever only recorded for like 25 minutes yeah and i'm thinking like that was the like longest 20 minutes ever yeah yeah <laughs> at the end like we were getting to the end and i was like all right let's wrap it up and someone was like wow that was a short episode i was like uh we've been talking for an hour what are you talking about he's like i only have 20 minutes i was like yo what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, like I went back and heard it, and it was like it kept cutting in and out. I don't know what was happening. Hopefully, that doesn't happen this time. Mm. Um, yeah. So if you're hearing this, that means that it was a success. Yeah. If <laughs> it you, wasn't any uh, system failure on this side. If it happens again, either we're just gonna quit the podcast forever, <laughs> or I'm gonna replace you. Yeah. What are you gonna do without me, bro? I don't know. I have to figure that out. But let's hope it doesn't come to that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come up with a whole new podcast. I have to come up with a new intro. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just keep recording the same intro, but it's like, <laughs> what up, Summit? And Summit never responds. <laughs> <laughs> I find another guy. His name is also Summit, so I don't have to change any of the branding. <laughs> you only use him for uh, uploading podcasts, and that's it. I, I, I upload an ad to my Instagram looking for someone named Summit to do a podcast with. If your name is Summit, <laughs> please apply within. <laughs> I just oh, interview man. a bunch of Summits. <laughs> Yo, I'd be curious to know how many Summits there are there, like that are out there. A lot, bro. I mean, I know like three. <laughs> I know like three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know all the same ones. I'm including myself in mine, though. Yeah, you. <laughs> Is that weird? Uh, Summit Pacine from Austin. I feel like I know another Summit somewhere. I okay, can't... yeah, we don't know the same Summits. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what's going on, bro? Chilling, man. You know how it goes. This is week number 4,925 of... COVID-19, the pandemic, we are reporting to you live. (laughs) COVID-19, the movie. Survivors of COVID-19 are reporting to you live via this podcast on the airwaves. If you're hearing us, you're still alive, and so are we. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm ready for this shit to be over. It's getting crazy. Um... Um, I was talking to somebody. We're talking about how, like, basically this is the new normal. It's not like it, this shit is going away anytime soon. So, right. Uh, just 
I guess navigating how we live in this new world, right? Like there's people that are like very fearless and they're like going back to school and having parties and shit like that. And then there's people yeah. that, that haven't left their, left their house in fucking four months, five months. So yeah. I don't know. That was me up until a couple of weeks ago. So one of the things that happened during the hiatus that we took was uh, my cousin got married. And so she lives down the street from me. Yeah. And naturally, like, you know, when a wedding is going on, you have wedding venues. But because of COVID-19, it's hard to secure venues. Right. And uh, so we ended up just doing a lot of the events at her house, mm. uh, which was great for me because I could just walk over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was uh, it was fun, man. I, I like you know, it was interesting. I'll, I'll tell you that because it was it was essentially like one of those weddings where it was sponsored by Murphy's Law in the sense that like anything that could go wrong was going wrong. Oh shit. Um, not from like a COVID perspective, but like everything else, like there was a tropical storm. So we got hit with like a, oh, a huge right. storm, power outage, no internet, um, during the wedding week, Fuck right? Like before hell. the, before the events even started. Right. Yeah. And, so Jeez. she was without power for a little bit. We like bribed a uh, power utility guy who was fixing it down the street, and we're like, "Yo, she's getting married this week. <laughs> we need power, right?" All the events are at the house. Luckily, like they fixed it in like thirty minutes, yeah. but then internet went out oh because my God. They, like there's trees down everywhere, power lines are down, so internet was down as well, and like very little phone service. It was crazy, man. Just like everything that could go wrong was going wrong, but. Jeez. Um, all in all, it turned out to be great. It was a fun wedding. Uh, not a lot of people were there, obviously, because of the situation. How but, many? How many um, people was it? Like, at, on average, uh, like at the home events, and then like at the actual wedding. Yeah. So the, the home events were obviously smaller. Um, there were maybe 30, 40 max. Like people. all family like, members and stuff. It was majority family, and then you know the few close friends that right. she was able to invite. That was kind of it. Damn. Uh, but you know, we took all the necessary precautions. Um, it, obviously, like when it's a home event, it's hard to be you know six feet apart from people. Right. Um, but you know, we had masks, hand sanitizers. I was even contemplating just buying like one of those thermometer guns and be like, "Yo, you can't come <laughs> in." <laughs> I just imagine like uncles getting drunk and using that gun and just like firing everybody with it. It's like boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you see that one video? I don't know if I, I, I think I posted on my story like a while back. But this dude jumps off the bus and somebody's taking his uh, temperature, but the guy thinks he's getting like uh, held up by gunpoint. <laughs> he like puts his hands up. I haven't seen that. that it's essentially funny. the same thing, right? Yeah, I love how you were in quarantine for like four months and then you went from zero to 60. Like you, you literally went from like not seeing anyone to going to a fucking wedding. Like <laughs> There was no in between. <laughs> there was no in between. Meanwhile, the rest of us are like transitioning slowly like okay yeah. we'll hang out with a few people here and there blah 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 someone was like straight up just at a wedding this weekend yeah <laughs> all right so I, okay i wasn't like quarantined entirely for all four months or whatever like i was going out here and there i just didn't advertise it because right. i don't want to get shit from people right <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like even for the wedding like people like anything i would post be like people would be like oh where are you why aren't you guys wearing masks where are your masks okay like, yeah. yo we took the mask off for the photos yeah. relax. <laughs> <laughs> people are mask shaming now that's a new thing fat shaming is done so uh congratulations to us fat people uh, that is over, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, mask you shaming finally have is a distraction. New- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> finally, the spotlight has moved away from us. <laughs> the new thing is mask shaming. So, you know, now... But the interesting thing about that, though, is that people are getting shamed for wearing a mask and for not wearing a mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, when does any type of shaming make any sense? <laughs> That's the whole I mean, point. I agree. No, I agree. But like, if you're going to shame people, like you can't, like, it's like, if you're going to sh- body shame someone, you can't mm-hmm. body shame someone for being fat and then also body shame someone for being skinny. You know what I mean? Like, where do you stand then? <laughs> I, <laughs> I think you can though. <laughs> I, th- nah. I think that is the very premise of irrational shaming somebody is none of it has to make any sense true 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 um but yeah that so that's fucking cool yo congratulations to your cousin congratulations to sheena for getting married um yes sir that's exciting congratulations man. to sheena to Oman, her husband so this is like probably our families the first, and you've <laughs> been to a shit a, not even a shit ton a fuck ton of weddings 
uh, yes, which there is, is a differentiator. There is a differentiator. Oh there, yeah, right? it's like, a it's a it's a is a way to measure things. There's shit ton and there's <laughs> fuck ton. <laughs> we need to invent a scale. Yeah, it's like a ten shit tons equals one fuck ton, right? <laughs> How many shit tons to a fuck ton? You've been to a fuck ton of weddings. Yeah. And I'm a, thi- I'm a seasoned vet. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the first small, intimate Punjabi wedding you've ever been to in your life. In my life, 100%. There's absolutely no doubt about that statement. And yes, <laughs> yes, it was a family wedding. But what was the experience like, like compared to all the other weddings you've been to ever? All right, so a note out there for anybody who's had large weddings in the past, right? My opinions are my own. <laughs> <laughs> Who else but would they was, be, Summit? <laughs> but this was the best wedding ever. Really? Right? Because uh, I'll tell you why, right? I think, and I had this conversation with other people as well. I think one of the things you appreciate about smaller weddings or you, that you don't tend to realize because you attend such large weddings normally mm-hmm. is that... When you're at a large wedding, you constantly are seeing people who you probably haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, you're catching up with people. You're making small talk. You're mingling, which is great. You know, it's fun to do that. It's fun to see people and fun to catch up. But you kind of take yourself away from the actual event, right? Mm. And when you're also taking away t- to, a, to an extent, like, from that experience with the couple that's getting married, too. Right. right? With this wedding, I think I enjoyed it more simply because... I already knew everybody, right? right? I knew who everybody was. We didn't need to make small talk. We didn't need to catch up. You know, we would have conversations. Don't get me wrong, but it yeah. just wasn't the same way. Right, right, right. It was a lot more intimate. It was a lot more chill. It was a lot more relaxed. And it was just more enjoyable, man. I really just enjoyed right. it. And, you know, we've talked about this topic in the past where we said, you know, somebody needs to do something different for Punjabi weddings. And I think right. this was it. This was literally what I needed. Damn. Right? It was a great refresh. It was amazing. We did a dance performance. We chilled. We, you, you did know, a dance a performance? Where's this video? Yes, sir. We need this video. Where's this video? <laughs> the listeners want this video. I posted like a 10, 15 second clip on my story one day. And I oh, was like, did? that's it. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damn, it was a good, it was a good wedding though, man. You know what yeah. I miss about going to weddings? Uh, I think my favorite part used to be uh, starting the WhatsApp group. I'd I'd, o- <laughs> I'd always be that guy that be like get to the wedding and then start the WhatsApp group, and you start you talking about like at the gurdwara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, and then yeah. it's just a shitstorm. Everybody's just like cracking jokes in there, talking shit. Like it's just uncensored. It's unadulterated. It gets deleted right after the wedding. Like no, nobody needs. To, it's like, did you see yeah. what just happened to her? Did you, is, are you guys seeing this shit that I'm seeing? <laughs> Look how fast he's going. <laughs> we talk. Slow about, down. We we take bets on like the 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 speed of the llama and stuff. So like coming in. It's un- like a horse race. <laughs> yeah, it's like a horse race. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a fact. That, yeah, that's my favorite part. Uh, and I feel like you won't. You don't do that with small weddings. Like I don't think you guys must have done that, right? Like. No, we did. We just didn't have as many people in the group. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, group, down to. That, usually, that group usually ends up being like 30, 40 people. You just make everyone admin. Everybody adds whoever they want. Yeah. It's, like, it's fun. It's an, and then uh, and all the wedding pictures and videos of the event, like everybody's just head is down yeah. on their phone the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most embarrassing thing ever, yeah. but at the same time, you're like, you don't realize it when you're in the moment. But. You can thank me for that. Grandmaster Gund. <laughs> That's what they call me. Grandmaster Gund. I come, I come with the gun to the wedding. Uh, that's Thunbit's official stage name as of now. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> look out for his mixtape <laughs> coming soon. Because we were, because my my best friend Amarpreet is getting married in October, and he's gonna have a really small wedding because yeah, you know, COVID. And um, I was like, bruh, what are we gonna do? Like, this is gonna be crazy. Uh, and then uh, when we did his roka they were like yo this guy he's brings the fucking party to the wedding <laughs> and so that's what <laughs> oh, i was about you yeah, yeah they were saying that about me and i was like yes i'm grandmaster gun <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say humble flex but then you said grandmaster gun and i'm like yeah you good <laughs> you got this <laughs> damn that's crazy um was the food good was the cake good Bro, food is always good at weddings, I feel like. Or most of the time. Um, no. But this time I knew it Incorrect. was going to be good because yes. my dad is like, 
very anal about the food at weddings. Really? Like, I, I, I'm sure most Indian parents do this. Oh, yeah. As soon as an event ends, this, the critiquing, the Yelp reviews <laughs> of the the wedding, the of, like the food, everything just happens all at once. Yes. It's like the topic that of conversation that lasts for like yeah. the entire car ride home. Yep, 100%. <laughs> like, dal, teak, nisi, chicken, button, kebab sauce. It's too spicy for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yo, if your parents do this, let us know because yeah. we need to know how many other parents do this. Because yeah. my parents definitely do that. Oh yeah, my whole family does this. Yeah, my yeah. mom, my mom, and my family do this thing where they like pressure me to eat no matter what wedding or event I'm at. Like any social yeah. event, they were like, "Chalo, chalo, appetizer, chalo!" <laughs> like, hurry, <laughs> hurry up! They're gonna take away the appetizer. I'm like, "Yo, I'll, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not some guy off the street who came here just to eat the free food. Like, if I'm hungry, I'll eat." <laughs> like, yo, so you want to hear a funny story? This just happened last week. So my cousin Sheena got married two weeks ago now, right? Yeah. But another cousin of mine got married last week, okay. and it was a very small, very short, like. Notice short notice wedding, um, so when she got married, her reception, the hall was is very like uh, strict about certain timings. So the cocktail hour was only forty five minutes. Oh right? damn! So rather than planning according to the event in terms of what time we got to leave the house and get there, yeah, it was planned around what time cocktail hour starts and ends. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like. This is the most brown thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to, to go back to what you were saying, like my dad is like that. He's a foodie, right? Yeah. When it comes down to it, he's a foodie. And when he sees food, he gets very excited, right? And one of his favorite things about weddings in general is whether they have lamb chops. For some reason, <laughs> lamb chops are like the gold standard for whether the catering is good or not, right? That's the baseline. If, yeah. if you have lamb chops, great. Now, okay, are they good? Yeah. Are they not good? Are they like dry? What's the, what's the situation? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, pretty like, he's funny. the type of person who like, as soon as the tray star of lamb chops starts going around, yeah. he'll grab one for himself and then he'll grab one for you. Doesn't matter where you are in the hall. You yeah. may not be next to him. You might be completely, like you might be on the dance floor <laughs> sweating, right? Like dripping a sweat cutting up a rug and he's he'll tap you on the shoulder you want a lamb chop <laughs> <laughs> i love that <laughs> and it's not because he's worried that oh they're gonna take it away it's just no, like yo because he's just like that's that's how he shows his love right yeah 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 no those are those are prime like uh, those those are uh, delicacies right like not every wedding has lamb chops it's expensive to have lamb chops uh, it is lamb is expensive so that makes sense. Did you guys play any of uh, Diljit's new songs? Because that new album's out. We played the entire album pretty much. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Would you? Because, yeah, like, like I said, like some of the events were small and just at the house, right? Yeah. So whatever was on our playlist is what we played. Did you hire a DJ or what? Or did you DJ? There was a DJ. Yeah, there was a DJ for um, the Sangeet. Oh, okay. But all the like home events. Okay, first of all, being a DJ at family events is literally the worst thing ever. Oh, it's so stressful. I like. I've never been so fed up with people in my life. But I love it. I can't wait to DJ another wedding event. (laughs) You can do my next one. I can't do it, bro. So down. I'm sorry. So down. Because like one person will tell you play this, and the next person will tell you play this one. No, no, play this one. Why are you playing this one? Who who asked for this? (laughs) This happened when when we went to Tampa for my cousin's wedding in December. Um, the Kurivale, the girl side had a um, small event at their house, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't actually know whether they plan to have like a dance party that night. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is there was a big speaker, there was an aux cable, there was a dance floor, and they had served us dinner, and they were playing like Indian classical, like you know. You know, like the 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 dinner music, and they were playing yeah. that, and we were all just eating, and we finished eating, and then everybody was looking around, and somebody was like, "Yo, Tanmit, go play something," and I was like, "All right, I see an aux cable." Back then, I had my <laughs> Android, so I was like, "Easy peasy, boom, here we go," and um, I started playing music. 
I kid you not. I don't know if they meant to do this or not, but that night turned into a rager. Like, it just turned into a <laughs> rager party, you know? Uh, I started playing all this music. We started blasting the songs, and then a couple uncles got drunk, and they're like, please play a tin bag. And I'd be like, all right. And then, <laughs> and then like, 10, 15 minutes later, he would come back, and he'd be like, play hostel. And I'd be like, all right, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> then like 10, 15 minutes later, he'd be like, play hostel. I'm like, yo, I just played that, but fine. Here we go. Let's play it again. <laughs> oh, my Lord. But that shit was mad fun. It's too fun. stressful, man. It was, it's stressful, but it's also fun. I don't know. I wish I could be a DJ. I definitely want to be a DJ. Maybe in yeah. my 40s, I want to be a DJ. <laughs> Pla- <laughs> this is me planning for my 40s. I'll be a DJ in the 40s. What's your retirement plan? Oh, I think I'm going to DJ. Yeah, travel <laughs> the world, you know, <laughs> and just party. Just uh, DJ parties. Yeah, it should be fun. But yeah, uh, speaking of Diljeet's uh, album, what did you think of it? Did you hear all of it? Yes, I have. It's been in. Uh, it's been on repeat. It's been on rotation pretty regularly since it came out. Uh, I like it, man. Overall, it's a pretty good album. He's got a lot of tracks on there that that are like um, I don't know what to call them, but they're like inspired by certain sounds. Like mm-hmm. there's a track on there that that's very much like a Gudasman track, like you know, uh, right. Beard, which is like probably yeah. the best track on the album. Um, like experimental. Yeah, I guess. Like, he's trying out mm. different people's sounds that already exist. Like, as soon as you listen, I was watching some video where the producer talked about, like, that's the vibe we were going for. We were going for right, a good right. Osman song. And I was like, oh, shit, you guys achieved it really well because it sounds amazing. Right. Um, there's another track they did. I think that was what Deep Jandu produced. It was, it was pretty much like a Chimkila song, right? Like, it sounded uh, sounded exactly like one of those old school Chimkila songs. Uh, right. And he had a few others on there. I, honestly, pretty solid album. Uh, Beat yeah. is my favorite. Farad is my favorite. Pyar. Uh, Goat is growing on me. Um, overall, the whole album is, is is growing on me, but it's, it's a pretty good album, man. He did a good job. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of people that, um, you know, we've been fans of uh, individually, right? Like Karan yeah. wrote for, I think he wrote Goat. Uh, Gdu wrote wrote for uh, intro, the intro, I right. believe. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these people that like you know we know some of them personally, some of them you know we're, we've been fans of uh, by right. as, as like you know own, their own artists. Uh, I believe Raj Ranjod, who's written a lot of songs for Diljit in the past, yes. and he's the same guy who did uh, Tommy the Ajina, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He wrote uh, Peed. Yes. And that was I, I to me that was my favorite song in the album because. I don't know. I feel like I love Gurdasman's style. Yeah. And I really enjoyed Diljit's voice. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy Gurdasman too, but like it was more yeah. of a like 21st century take on Gurdasman, right? Yeah. And, Dude, Roger and Joe is a killer writer. Such a great writer. Yeah. He also wrote Swa off the Punjab 1984 soundtrack. Yep. And that was yep. an amazing song in itself, too. The, the His writing and Diljit singing together is fucking phenomenal. That That's like the secret sauce. It, it, it's always a hit. Always yeah. a hit. I have a question, though. Yeah. Punjab, Punjabi music writers, right? Why is it that in every song you have to insert your name at the end? To know, like, let people uh, know that you wrote the song. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a, uh, I think it's like a tradition that's very old, like hundreds of years old. Like, interesting. Uh, even if you talk about people like Bhagat Kabir, like Bhagat Kabir, like, wrote his name, you know, uh, I think it's just a writing tradition, like a writing style in poetry that comes out of that region. Even Guru Nanak Dev, you like, you know, he constantly mm. ref- wrote his name at the end, it's always near the end. Like, yo, this is who... It's the, like the signature. Yeah. I guess because they didn't have Spotify credits back then, so... <laughs> <laughs> like, they, <laughs> like, yo, who wrote Lyrics, this? Lyrics, Guru Nanak Who wrote this show? <laughs> uh, check this out. <laughs> Pro- produced by... <laughs> Deep John. <laughs> Deep John, <Jandu. laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, no, um, I guess... I always wondered about that, because I'm like, it's kind of awkward to hear somebody else saying the writer's name when they're not the singer. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. That, that does like, yeah, I, I get that. That's kind of weird. It list. throws me off a lot. Yeah. 
Because I'm like, yo, why is he shouting his boy out? <laughs> Didn't he? It doesn't. Daljeet have a song where he talk? I think uh, a song written by Happy Right Courtney. Because he, I remember that too. I think. I, th- I think you're right. I don't yeah. know what song it is off the top of my head, but I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but hey, great album, man. Good job, Daljeet. Killed it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know he listens to us every week. So. <laughs> yeah, he he wrote to us during our hiatus, asking us where we were. Yeah. <laughs> He reached out. He's like, he was, yo, speaking of his video with Alexa, with Alexa, that yeah. shit is so funny, my guy. That shit is so hilarious. I've seen it so many times. I've sent it to so many people. I'm like, yo, you got to watch this. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is he was on Instagram live when he was doing that. Like when that was yeah. happening, he was on IG live. And it's just oh, so Oh, that's funny. a priceless clip, man. And priceless. So funny. When he calls her two tears, I lost yeah. it. I was like, I'm dead. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing, two tears? Yo, so the, funny. The, the funniest part to me was when uh, he goes, uh, hey, Alexa, play Clash by Dilji Dosanj, right? Yeah. And she goes, playing whatever by the Beatles. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks a little deaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she <laughs> when she starts playing some some other random shit, uh, that was pretty funny too. Yo, we should clip that video and dub it with instead of uh, Clash by Diljeet, play yet another podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Remember when Dub Smash was a thing? What happened to Dub Smash? Did they die? Oh yeah, I don't even know. Damn. Things just come and then they die. The yeah, kind of like TikTok potentially soon. Do you think TikTok will die completely? It's not banned in America yet, but... Not yet. So uh, I think... Well, all right, so I, we, we attempted to talk about this last week before we had technical difficulties. But yeah. um, so essentially where TikTok stands is they were told to sell off their U.S. operations right. in order to prevent being banned in the U.S., right? Obviously, the parent company is a Chinese company, and so that raises a lot of alarms from the Chinese government perspective um, and spying perspective. But uh, Trump was like, you guys can sell off your U.S. operations and it'll be fine. And I think Microsoft was initially trying to buy them and then Twitter came up. And now I just recently read that Oracle randomly might potentially try to make a move on, uh, on, on a purchase. Okay. And Trump has given TikTok, I think, 90 days to uh, find a buyer for to, to take over U.S. operations, right? Because right now, yeah. the way TikTok stands, even though it's a Chinese company, it doesn't. it's not TikTok in China. It's right. a different app or different product yeah. altogether called Douyin, yeah. right? And so TikTok your, doesn't actually your, operate in your China. Your Chinese is impeccable, by the way. Good job on your Mandarin. I've been practicing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> As, as the professional here, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't know you were fluent in Mandarin. That's good to know. <laughs> the way you pronounce that just seemed flawless. So credit where credit's due, man. I appreciate that, but I have no idea if I said it correctly. Honestly, <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, there's a buyer potentially for yeah. TikTok that you know they've been given a, a deadline for when they need to buy find a buyer by it, and hopefully it happens. But so that um, part of it would just be, oh, I guess, housing the U.S. data for you, data for U.S. users, I guess. Right. So right. so the way the world works is every country has their own data privacy laws. Right. right? Some countries are a little bit more strict than others, um, but then others are uh, a little bit more transparent. And in this case, the Chinese government has control over pretty much every company and uh, any anything that exists in China is run by the government, right? Because it's a communist mm-hmm. country. Right. So they have they if they wanted to ask TikTok for user information on Americans today, they could do that, and the, the company can't say no. Right. right. Whereas in the U.S., there are still some privacy laws that protect. Uh, people's personal data from the government right right I, you know granted all these companies are collecting data on everybody but that's right. you know, partially that's how they improve products that's how they improve services things like that that's how they sell to <coughs> but then they also yeah. potentially could sell that data right, right. Um, to third-party companies that might leverage it for their own purposes whatever that may be right um, but in this case if the government were to say hey we need information on Thunmit saying give us his tiktok information all personal information is, is yeah. required if, if TikTok was a U.S. company, they'd say, no, we, we don't want to do that. And the government would be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like that time, <laughs> you know? uh, wasn't there like a, 
uh, a terrorist or a murderer or something and they had like evidence on his apple iphone and they mm-hmm. asked I- apple to like give give them uh all his information and apple's like no we can't well, what was that right. i forget when that was it was a long time ago it was a few years ago um I think it happens pretty frequently because I think there's a lot of like different investigations that happen and the FBI is allowed to ask these companies for information right. if they feel that it'll aid in the investigation. Right. Uh, in that situation, like, you know, same as like if somebody were to raid your, try to raid your house here, you need a warrant to do that. Right. And so the same thing exists for, for privacy as well. Um, That's crazy, so, you know, yeah. you need a warrant to access all that. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting space to to get to know. Um, like data privacy is a huge, huge thing right. globally. Yeah. Um, but it's now hitting the forefront of a lot of different like conversations as a result of what TikTok is going through. Mm. Um, but also, it's this whole like rivalry, that, so to speak, that we have with uh, China, right? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to TikTok. There are other competitors that have come up, right? There's um, Triller, Instagram Reels. Instagram um, is so savage, bro. They're just like, boom, here we go. This is a <laughs> great time. They're like, uh, thank yeah. you very much. We'll take it from here. Uh, yep. <laughs> and what I hate is that already people that were TikToking were uploading their shit on Instagram and that shit used to piss me off. And I'm just like, yo, yeah. why, if you're such a big TikToker, stay the fuck there. Like, why is your shit making it onto my Instagram feed? Like, I don't want right. to see this shit. Um, and now what's happening is they're taking their backlog of TikToks and uploading it to real. So we're seeing shit from yep. like all of 2020 all right. at once. And I'm like, stop it. Why? I don't want to see this. <laughs> Look, from Instagram's perspective, from a product perspective, it's great, right? Because they're getting content. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it was on TikTok first, right? Yeah. It's the, po- the point they is that it's being used on Instagram now. Yeah. But, you know, Instagram was smart. They knew what was about to happen. Yeah. Even if, it, you know, they didn't know what was going to happen, it was going to be a competitor. You're with right. TikTok out of the way, potentially, in the future, if, it, if for whatever reason it doesn't get bought out, you know, then they're in prime position to take over market share, which is great. Um for them at least but not everybody's a fan of that here's their challenge with reels though the challenge with reels is that you only see really uh content from the people you follow or the people that follow you you know vice Mm -hmm. versa whatever like uh the way tiktok works is it's all random as fuck you log on and you see videos from people all over the world whether you like it or not you know it shows up and you watch it and you don't care how many followers they have whether they have clout or not whether they're famous Mm -hmm. or not you just watch content for what it is that is i will give tiktok that i like that feature about tiktok is that everybody has an equal fighting chance for quote unquote being famous based on the their content specifically and that content specifically not an amalgamation of all of their content but that one small piece of content you know like um they could create one video and it could go viral and you know have mm-hmm. millions of views and just not have any other videos to follow up ever right <laughs> you know um so the interesting thing about like the difference between tiktok and instagram obviously you mentioned uh in terms of the product like there's a huge difference in the algorithms right yeah instagram's algorithm works differently it's based on popularity it's based on likes it's all right. that right whereas on uh, tiktok it's based on how many people follow as a result of seeing something mm-hmm. on the, on tiktok right so when people say oh i have four million subscribers or followers on tiktok that's their like social currency so to speak on that app right so the differentiator here to me is that tiktok doesn't allow you to monetize through the app the way instagram does Mm. okay so think about that if you're an influencer you're obviously trying to make money off your influence right you can't really necessarily do that as well on tiktok so there's no way to monetize accurately or effectively right Instagram allows you to do that. And that's yeah. kind of the, the benefit that Instagram has had by having such a strong user base for so many years and transitioning into this model that allows for people to leverage the platform into a more business conducive environment for themselves, right? right? Uh, you know, you as a brand, you know how that works. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners see promoted stuff. They see influencers 
always posting things like fit tea or you know back a few mm. years ago it was like waist trainers and things right. like that and you know today obviously there's different things but it's the platform itself is is so like they've they've done such a good job with the platform in the sense that there's so many different ways to use it right Right, right, right. And that to me is the big differentiator. So even if TikTok were to survive, you know, it's cool. People are having fun. You know, it's a fun app. But well, outside of that, like, <clears throat> what benefit are you really getting out of it? But what if in what, what if Instagram took Reels and like made it similar to the way TikTok is? Like basically, you go to a module in Instagram called Reels, and over there you see content from literally everyone. I, yeah. I don't see why they shouldn't do that. That would that would be a so, true imitation of TikTok because then, right. but then you have issues where like, for example, girls. I feel like majority women on Instagram will have private accounts because they don't mm-hmm. want creeps in their, uh, you know, yeah. liking their photos and commenting weird shit or whatever. Um, well, even that doesn't stop most creeps, but, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't do that on TikTok. Girls on TikTok. There is no option to go private, I don't think. Uh, they just upload content that they want because I, I feel like they they don't have as much of a public profile on TikTok. Over right. there, content is just content. It's not like, mm-hmm. hey, this is where I live. It's not like giving them the address. Giving somebody your Instagram is like giving them your address. It's like, hey, this is where I live, quote unquote, right. virtually speaking, right? Like, right. Um, and so... I guess that would be the challenge if they if they wanted to mimic the way TikTok works, um, they would have to they would have to worry about that. So yeah. I think that's going to so be so. One of the cool things that they are doing though is uh, I don't know if I'm sure you've noticed by now um, when you go to your disc- so obviously you have your feed of all the people that you follow your friends and stuff right yeah but then there's the discover pa- uh, page and on the discover page the first thing that you see at the top is a reels video it's one right. video yeah. that they've selected to like highlight right if you click on that video yeah all the videos that follow are essentially the same way that tiktok works oh okay and but right? but what so if you the can profile scroll is private then i won't see it right yeah obviously if it's a private account it's yeah. the same thing as you know put, put, putting up like a regular post right, right? right. whoever follows you right. would be the only ones who can see it but you know the idea is um and my brother was mentioning this to me that with tiktok you can literally record something and you just put it out there and however many eyes see it see it right, right? and even if it's embarrassing like who cares you don't know the people that are right. watching it right whereas on instagram because it's follower based you're you're looking for you're exposing yourself to your friend base all the time and Mm. so even if you did something that's a little bit embarrassing or whatever uh maybe not the best video necessarily you're only letting the people that already follow you see it right 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 Right? so i think there just needs to be an option in terms of reels where uh you get to choose whether you want it to go to discover or you want it to go to your friends oh yeah that could be cool it's like hey i'm putting up this reels video this is out for the public but they can't really follow me uh or can't see my profile that would be a cool damn we should just become consultants for instagram yo instagram what's up (laughs) you guys looking for consultants <laughs> I think they've got enough people on the team, honestly. Such but we're so smart. Now. We just figured this shit out in like 20 minutes. We're so fucking smart. <laughs> Jeez. Um, uh, on the political side, switching conversations. Oh, boy. Uh, oh boy. Uh, Kamala Auntie. <laughs> we got to talk about Kamala Auntie. Kamala Auntie finally is on the ballot, which was like a big win for black and brown people um yeah. black and brown twitter both went crazy at the same time uh when yep. the announcement was made uh that was really interesting to see you know there was like black people going like yes finally some representation and brown people like yes finally some representation i was like <laughs> it felt you know what it felt like it felt like remember dave Chappelle used to have the race draft the skit yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and with the seventh pick, the brown people pick <laughs> Kamala Auntie. <laughs> it's not even her last name. We just say Kamala Auntie. We just call her Kamala Auntie now. She doesn't. We don't even call her Kamala Harris. Yeah. So that's exciting, man. Um, elections coming up. It is our duty as the host of this podcast to tell you to go out and fucking vote. 
Exercise your right to vote. Tell your mom and dad to vote. Make sure your brother and sister vote. Make sure your kids <laughs> vote. <laughs> Make sure your grandparents vote. Your Make sure your grandkids vote. Yes. Make sure the, your neighbor down the street who you hate votes. Yeah. Like, no, well, everybody know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> just, Unless they're going to vote. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, election's coming up, man. It's going to be a monumental election. This is an interesting VP choice by uh, Joe Biden to pick uh, Kamala Harris, which is crazy because like in the debates, they were they were pretty fiery at each other. They were pretty like, yeah. you know, uh, they, they... But that's politics. Yeah, I guess. That's politics, right? Because if you look at every like debate historically yeah. for any election right it always happens that way it's, yeah. it's generally like one of the other candidates that ends up getting picked for, to be the running mate yeah and put on the ticket and you, there's all these clips of like you know them like pretty much cursing each other out but yeah. like politely you know yeah, I mean? yeah diplomatically and, <laughs> yeah and so when you go from that to hey we're best buds we're gonna be yeah. running mates you know <laughs> It's such a brain fuck for people, man. It's a mind fuck. Cause like, yeah, uh, I think people were sharing those clips. Um, Brown and Black Twitter have been torn about Kamala Harris getting picked as the VP. Yeah. Um, because most brown people are like, yes, this is amazing. Like you know, representation, this, that, and the other. A lot of the other black and brown people are like. Uh, she used to be the AG. She put away so many people that didn't deserve to be put away. She mm. sides with the cops, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, she called Joe Biden a racist. And now she's like best friends with him. Like, what the fuck? Are, like, what's going on? <laughs> um, so it's been interesting to watch. And then there's always been, then there's like this, this discussion that comes up of like, okay, guys, which one is the lesser of the two evil? Like, do we just, yeah. like, we just don't want Trump, but should we settle for this or can we settle for this? So it's been it's a, it's definitely an interesting election for a lot of reasons. I think you know because it's it's such such a weird world we're living in right now, man. There's just like so much that's going on all the time now. Yeah, um, it's a bit frustrating at times. But it's a little bit empowering at times, you know. So like. I think I think most of us are kind of feeling similarly about the situation, uh, just the country in general at this at this moment of history. Mm. Um, but this is a great opportunity to make history too, right? Like, vote vote your conscience, but vote smart. Yeah. Right. Just because you align with one policy that a politician is presenting doesn't mean that they deserve your vote. Yeah. Like, look at everything that any politician is saying. Yeah. Because it's the livelihoods of our society but it's also yeah. the livelihood and and the future of our country as a whole right people are looking yeah. at us from outside of the u.s and laughing at us because of what's going yeah. on in this country right now right laughing to and the that's point the thing where like, I, I feel like people don't understand that you should hold anyone in power always accountable no matter what even if you like yeah. them like there was a lot of people that did not hold obama accountable uh when he was president for a lot of shit that he did that people didn't agree with you know right. just because he was charming doesn't mean that he shouldn't be held accountable or just yeah, because yeah. we 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 it's not one or the other is what i'm trying to say is like you can celebrate right. representation and be like it's amazing to have a historical moment where a woman who right. is half african-american half indian is on the vp ballot like that's amazing um yep. but at the same time you can also be critical of her stance on things you know 100 percent. um i don't think you have to choose one or the other always uh but you do have to yeah. vote for her you bitches better fucking vote for her because you have to <laughs> she's my auntie she's your auntie <laughs> if you don't vote for auntie g you will yeah. fucking hear it from your mom because she'll tell your yeah. mom and then you're gonna hear it and to just drive your point home a little bit further like Here's the thing, you know, all these politicians seem like they have all this power and stuff, right? But as a voter, you have the power to put certain people in power, mm -hmm. right? So you have the ultimate power at the end of the day. Yeah. And if you don't exercise your power and you're, you're just relinquishing it, you're essentially giving up. Yeah. And that's never been good for anybody exactly. for any, anything, right? So 
<clears throat> it's not just about oh I voted or my state is already voting in this direction so if I vote opposite no, is it really gonna make a difference bullshit. no everything no, makes vote. a difference yeah yeah this is not like the abstinence thing like you know <laughs> you have to vote <laughs> you can't not vote <laughs> yeah um yeah. um you know, some interesting news came out. Uh, I think it came out today or yesterday. I forget when it came out. Uh, but I wanted to get your opinion on it. Um, there's news floating around that Airbnb is filing for an IPO. Yes, they just confidentially filed for IPO today. After they laid off almost 25% of their company just a couple yep. months ago um, yep. due to COVID-19, what yep. is the what is the logic behind that or what is the thinking behind that or the strategy behind that like how does a company go from massive layoffs to ipo so i think it's important to note that they were planning to ipo prior to covid anyway oh they so were before okay. this all happened it, it was in the plans it was in the works um it was more internal at the po- at that point right because until a company actually files or plans to file for ipo it doesn't really hit the public mainstream right <clears throat> um so I, it, it was always in the plan at some point to do that i think it, uh when covid hit it was a little unclear as to whether they'd be able to do that this year or if they would have to put it off till next year um Okay, but you know, I think the way the economy was going, the way uh, the use of Airbnb in general was going, they saw a uh, they took a hit. They took a significant hit yeah, when COVID hit, right? Big hit. Um, every company that provides similar services, like VRBO and uh, HomeAway or whatever, right? There's a, a bunch of competitors. They all felt the same thing, and now what's happening is people are trying to see or starting to see a revitalization in the sense that uh people are booking new airbnbs again they're they're not traveling far and wide but they are traveling somewhat locally uh, you know road tripping here and there so things like that you know whatever people are able to do in this in this current climate yeah so there's they're actually seeing a rise in the number of bookings which is great really? for the company right um and i, I think on the backs of that is really what they're uh, hoping for in terms of uh, carrying them to the finish line for the IPO. Mm. And I'm, it's unclear as to when officially they'll IPO. It's either going to be Q3, Q4 of this year. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like privy to all the inside information yeah. or anything like that. So like, you know, it'll happen kind of when it happens, but interesting. You know, it's good for them. Yeah. That I think it's, it's just exciting yeah. to see when uh, when companies take that step, right? It, regardless yeah. of what company it is, any yeah. company that takes that step, it's an exciting opportunity from an investor standpoint, from a company standpoint, from an employee standpoint, as, as well as from a user standpoint, right? Like right. if you align with a certain brand, you're yeah. gonna you're you feel more in like um, not obligated, but you feel more uh, passionate about like investing right, in the right. company from a stock perspective, right? right? So there is that too. Yeah, even. Um uh, in other financial news, fucking uh, Apple just uh, hit what two trillion in market cap. Two trillion. Two dollars. trillion dollars, bro. What the fuck? That's crazy. Crazy, man. Yeah, it, it's kind of a mystery to a point to yeah to figure out like how they grew so much. Um, within a nineteen month period, they've grown two hundred percent, which is insane. Jeez. You, you'll never see that growth yeah, from, from Apple insane. again. Um, I don't. I, at least I don't believe and. It's coming off the backs of iPhones have been selling really well. Yeah. Apple Watches have been selling really well. Mm. AirPods have been selling really well. Yes. Yeah. But on top of that, it's all the services that they provide. I was literally reading the article earlier today, and there's like a few of these things that have contributed to uh, that stock price going up so much as well. Mm. Uh, they recently went through a four to one stock split. So if you look at it okay. now, it's like 400 something bucks per share or something like that, which right. is uh, pretty much lower than what it was before, right? Yeah. Um, it's interesting, man. Right now is an interesting space for technology because right now, because of COVID, technology is king, right? Mm. E-commerce is, it falls under that category as well, and we've yeah. seen the rise, and we've talked about it previously on, on other episodes. Yeah. But it's just interesting to see the way tech is going, man. It's, uh, it's growing. It's such an alarming, not alarming, but like at, at a scale that's like, okay, how long can they sustain this le- level of growth? Yeah. Right? Tesla's another one of those companies, man. You look at the oh, stock yeah. price. Have you seen it today? Uh, oh, yeah. They're about to hit 2,000 soon. Shit is insane, bro. I'm looking and at it they've now. They've figured it's out like a new revenue stream. 
It's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm definitely trying to buy a Tesla next year. Like that's the plan. That's the goal. The stock or a car? <laughs> no, the car. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe the stock, but the stock's like two grand, so maybe just a car. <laughs> Yo, I'm a firm believer in uh, if you purchase a product, right? Mm-hmm. As part of the purchase for the product, you should also be issued like a one share of at least one share. Yeah, what the <laughs> just, hell? Yeah, at least right. At least like, one share. <laughs> Or like obviously like stock price doesn't always uh, or share price doesn't indicate yeah or isn't indicative of the price of the product that you're buying yeah. but still right like it, it come on <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah it's, i i posted a, a lot of stuff on on twitter recently talking about e-commerce and stuff um but maybe we'll talk about that more in detail next episode i want to do an episode where i talk about the upcoming uh busy season holiday season and uh what people should be looking forward to what people can do if you're in the e-commerce game if you have an online store or if you're looking to start one whatever like all those things uh i think let's do that on the next episode because we're we're at the 50 minute mark right now so we'll probably just wrap up it's been 50 minutes shut up i'm gonna kill you it better be 15 (laughs) minutes on your shit too (laughs) so it's like it's like two minutes on mine (laughs) you want to wrap it up already negative time right now what's going on how are we going backwards (laughs) is it deleting what we recorded last week I hate you. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, well, I think we're going to wrap it like, up here. Or do you want to say something yeah, else? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we had so much more to talk about, but I think uh, this is a good stopping point. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened over the last few weeks, uh, but some of them I already talked about it, so you guys just lost <laughs> out on those conversations. Yeah, we talked about it offline, guys. So yeah. uh, <laughs> hit us up on the, on the side if you want to hear what it was about. Yeah. Um, crazy shit is happening in the world, um, but... It's a great time to be alive. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. That's all I can say. Um, Awesome. Yeah, um, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. This has been great. Uh, We'll be back again next week. I promise we'll try not to miss too many weeks. Uh, Summit's going to promise to not keep fucking up the technology side of things. Um, and low key, I was about to steal your outro too. But yo. I, I left it. Yeah, I left it alone this time. <laughs> Can you just do it? I just want to hear it. Honestly, I don't even know what your outro is anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's been so long since we've recorded this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to yet another episode of yet another podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what you say. Why are you that. do it like that? That's what I sound like. <laughs> I'm just doing my best radio voice. <laughs> Well, that's it for this time, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another amazing episode of yet another podcast. Your amazing. Boys, amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Your boys, Summit and Thunmit, we're out. Peace. Peace.